This is We Are Jet. We tell the stories of people who've had to drastically adjust their mindset, team culture, and ways of working, all to match the pace of a rapidly changing organization. My name is Ed Palmer. In each episode, I speak with different leaders from JustEatTakeaway.com, one of the largest food delivery and tech companies on this planet. In this episode, I speak with Mert Oztekin, Chief Technology Officer of JustEatTakeaway.com, about how his tech talent community of more than 2,000 individuals is building the future of food delivery across the globe. You have millions of customers ordering from you every day. You have hundreds of thousands of restaurants connected to your system. You have hundreds of thousands of drivers trying to deliver food um, uh, using the apps that you are building. So it's quite a complex and actually nice challenge in the technical uh, way to, to, to deal with. Hello and welcome, Mert. First of all, before we get into these questions, Mert, will you please tell us um, exactly where you are in the world and where you're recording? Yeah. Hey, Ed. So um, uh, I am Mert. Uh, I am joining this call from Berlin, Germany. Uh, I'm originally from Turkey, was born and raised in Turkey, moved to Germany seven years ago. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Okay, so that's you. What about yeah. where you fit within Jet? What's the answer to that? Yeah. I am CTO of Just Eat Takeaway, excluding GrabUp. Fantastic. When did you know that Jet was the right fit for you? Did you know? Was there a time when you realized it was the right fit? Or maybe not? Well, uh, funny story. Uh, technically, I was competing uh, with, with Takeaway. Um, so I was working for a, uh, another food delivery company in Germany uh, called uh, Lieferheld, Pizza D and Foodora, uh, three brands. So we were competing with Lieferando, the German brand of Takeaway. Uh, and uh, we lost the battle. Takeaway won and they acquired us. So I, I joined the Takeaway, the competition uh, after the acquisition. And then I find out that the company is really cool. The people are really cool. The CEO, CFO, COO are, are amazing people. They were super welcoming to us. I brought about 60, 70 engineers from my previous company to take away. Everyone felt welcomed. And, and I, I said that, okay, I will give a chance to this company, this founders, this board. And that was three years ago. And I'm happy with my decision that I stayed. Uh, and and uh, after three years, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. Now, obviously, the whole world has seen a kind of revolution in food delivery over the last 10 years or whatever it may be. And tech is very much the driving force behind that revolution. So my question is, how have you seen tech's role evolve over the years? And, and of course, where are we heading? So my first introduction with food delivery was about 20 years ago. I mean, at that time, I was students playing video games at home, uh, sometimes studying for the university. And I remember ordering McDonald's while I was playing games. At that time, I was in Turkey. Then I, I graduated from the university, um, joined some, some companies. And then the last one before I joined food delivery was an insurance company, a big corporate in Turkey, very big one, famous, uh, super solid. I worked there three years and, and realized that, well, processes are slow, the systems are old you cannot change anything it's just accept the fact this this is the the work life and you move on and and uh, i decided that that's not my thing I, I i will not survive in a in a corporate life i just don't enjoy 
not being able to change anything for the good in the company. <clears throat> and and I, I started looking for a job and I found the company which I was ordering food from time to time and said that, okay, let's give it a try. I applied and they invited me. It was a small company at that time. There were only seven, eight engineers in the company. We were making about 12,000 orders a day. And that was about 10, 11 years ago. And right now, from 12,000 orders, right now I'm working in a company which is making more than 2 million orders a day. Uh, and and the, the world for food delivery has changed a lot. 10 years ago, I thought that this is just a website listing restaurants. So it, it should be easy, right? Just list the restaurants and, and there's no technical challenge there on a listing page. But when I joined the company, I realized that there's a huge operations behind. There's a lot of connections with the restaurants. A lot of things are going and the numbers are just getting bigger and bigger every day. And food delivery also evolved. Uh, logistics became a thing we have now thousands, hundreds of thousands of riders outside connected to our system, delivering orders for us. We have B2B payment solutions that are used by thousands of customers. We are now working on grocery to change the experience and enrich the food experience with, with grocery and other stuff. And potentially more and more will come. We are also using computers more and more every day. So 10 years ago, it was quite an human operational business like you had customer service you had i don't know salespeople calling the restaurants but it evolved so much that not right now we are nearly trying to automate everything that a human is doing and and basically basically becoming better faster uh than than whatever we were before and this this evolution will never stop because food delivery is relatively a new business about 20 25 years old compared to other businesses like i don't know um banking or or manufacturing like we, we are still very new we are still very young and potentially we will be in a completely different stage in in, in five years time ten years time that we cannot even think today but uh, the, the, the cool thing is it never gets boring it never gets boring it never stay as it is you continuously innovate you continuously improve and and you continuously amaze yourself and the customers so we hear a lot about the metaverse and this notion that we're all going to be involved in the metaverse in the, in the coming years. Is there going to be a situation whereby people order food from whichever online world that they're in? Can you order food while you're gaming from a, like a, a digital twin of Jet within a, within a game? Is that something that's completely random or is that something that might happen? Food delivery is basically there because it's convenient. It makes life easier for people, right? In, in, in the past, you had to call the restaurant. You need to find the, uh, I don't know, phone number of the restaurant. You need to ask for the menu. You need to ask for the prices. You need to communicate with the restaurant owner. Sometimes the phone doesn't work and, and you cannot discover anything. You can only discover whatever phone numbers you can access. And then things have changed. You have website, you can list hundreds, thousands of restaurants, and then it changed. Then you can see restaurants which are not delivering, but they are delivering because of our logistics network. Then things started to change. You can also order your groceries, apple, orange, I don't know, milk to your home. It basically starts with the idea of being more convenient day by day and helping people to think less about food, how they are going to enjoy food, and just focusing them or helping them to enjoy 
the food. So if metaverse will become the real thing, if people will be there more and more, I'm pretty sure the convenience idea will be there as well. So people will be just just ordering from there or ordering to their friends from there or having, I don't know, pizza parties in, in, in the virtual reality while still eating the pizza in their home with their friends who are online in, in other part of the world. And hopefully they will be all ordering from Jet just to take away systems. So I, I'm pretty sure it will be the case. How it will look like, I don't know, but it will be the case. Now, let's focus a little bit on your team, really. Can you tell us about the size and scope of Jet's tech organization and how you approach the vision for the future? You know, so um, yeah, tell us a bit about your team and what you, you want from them in the coming years. Yeah, so um, I mean, in terms of numbers, we are quite a big team. So uh, we are talking about 2,000 people in product uh, and tech organization uh, uh, right now for just the takeaway. And plus, we also have group up colleagues uh, in, in US. I think there are about six, 700 as well. So nearly 3,000 people we are talking about building the technology the, the, to, to build the convenience uh, for, for the customers, for the restaurants, for the riders, uh, and for the B2B customers. So those 2,000 people are spread to multiple countries. So we have a, a big take-up in the UK, in the Netherlands, in Germany, in Canada, in Israel, in Bulgaria, um, a recent acquisition, Slovakia. We also have some colleagues in, in Ukraine, and in total, we are more, more than 2,000 people. The growth of those people were significantly happened in the last two, two years with the mergers and acquisitions, and also because the business demand was just too huge, we continued to hire as fast as possible. Right now, we are continuing to do that. So uh, even though we know that a lot of companies are struggling outside, we hear about layoffs and just to take away on the engineering product area, we still want to grow. We still want to hire the best talent um, uh, to our organization and welcome them. So having that, let's say, spread broad organization brings a lot of opportunities. So we are very rich in terms of cultures, rich in terms of different ways of background, different different ways of thinking. And, and this, this is just the coolest part of our organization. So uh, you, you just feel like, okay, there's a place for everyone in this organization. No matter who you are, no matter where are you coming from, this is basically the DNA of, of the organization. And I think this is one of the biggest things I'm proud of, uh, of, of being a part of Just It Takeaway. In terms of vision... Um, so our company vision is to empower every food movement. And uh, this is quite broad, and but that means it's also limitless. So empowering every food movement means for me that we will be there when there's a food need and we will definitely try to make it better, more convenient for anyone who is in relation with that food. So we started with food delivery, we enriched with, with uh, logistics network, we enriched with B2B orders, we enriched with uh, POS systems, we enriched with um, a grocery right now. Potential next thing will be another thing, another thing, but there will be always food and technology involved in that vision. And my organization right now, 2000, hopefully next year, I don't know, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 in the maybe uh, in, in the next years, we will be only focusing on how we can use the technology to make, to empower the next food movement for our customers. So that's what we are focusing right now. 
so far, super inspiring, super positive. Let's mention some of the challenges that must exist. What are some of the key challenges on the way to that vision that you've just described? And are those challenges unique to Jet or are they industry-wide? Are they um, experienced by your competitors too? Yeah, well, about challenge, uh, I like the word challenge. A few uh, weeks ago, we had an internal um, a training program called Lift. Uh, this is for for the for the, for for the, for our employees who will learn about leadership and entrepreneurship, and I was invited to speak in that um, in that uh, let's say program together with our CFO, and and the topic was about the challenges in in the business, in the technology and stuff. And our CFO said that he doesn't think that they are challenges; they are just realities. So don't call them challenges; they are just realities. What we are facing, and then just just accept them and and try to find ways to improve them so you will go to the, your next challenge or your next reality so it's 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 just part of the world i think there are some some uh, similar challenges or realities uh, at the moment uh, with other tech tech companies which is like the inflation the uncertainty in the economics the war um the the change of customer uh, restaurant behavior and this this affects nearly every business and we are also not immune to that today's reality which is the financial challenge reality in the world we believe we are in a very very uh, let's say a good place and we also have some our unique challenges or realities which is basically the fact that we have grown a lot in the last two three years uh, our uh, org is i think six or seven times bigger than three years ago uh, and that is driven by two things one the covid demands and the organic growth in the organization and the second one is the changes happened with the acquisitions and, and mergers. So the biggest challenge, I would say, is that we have multiple platforms, multiple products, multiple technologies that we are trying to simplify the console date. So, uh, so that we, ha we will have those 2,000 or 3,000 people working uh, for one experience instead of multiple experiences doing the same thing. So that's, that's I think, the, the, the biggest uh, area that we need to focus on to make sure that we don't repeat ourselves inside the company. And and whenever we are done with that, hopefully it, we will be done with that soon, then that unique challenge will be gone and we will be able to focus more and more with every individual in the organization, how we can make our technology product better than today and more innovative for the future. Okay, so related question. You described um, Jet there as a market leader in 17 out of 22 territories. How does a company that big, as big as Jet, keep up with tech, which must be rapidly developing all the time, changing all the time? First of all, food delivery is not a major business, as, as, as I mentioned. So it's 20, 25 years old compared to financial institutes or, or I don't know, manufacturing. It's, it's still new. It's still quite active. Uh, so the innovation to change for the better is is basically in our dna that that has to happen it's not like we are trying to challenge a 200 years old idea or a 100 years old idea the idea that we are trying to implement right now is an idea which we introduced 6 months ago so it it, it was new as well and 6 months later from now on we will have another idea that we are experimenting and we are trying to make it better so that's basically the reality so that that comes from 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 the um, core itself uh, when it comes to picking the technology 
um, keeping up with the new developments is actually not that difficult. I mean, uh, we, we don't control that. It just happens itself. So the, what we control is to make sure the teams are are having the empowerment, the decision power to, to bring the new technologies into their reality and implement them. Uh, and also in terms of innovation, like we are not aiming to use the latest, I don't know, JavaScript framework or the latest library of a version of a library and other stuff. So what we are trying to innovate is using the mature technologies to find solution to a problem, which we didn't try before. And that's how we are trying to innovate by using the technology. It's not about using the latest version of X, Y, and Z. It's about how we are going to use our major technologies and continue maturing them day by day and, and try to solve the problems with a new solution, experiment, learn from it, and then go to the next one again. That's, that's, that's how we try to innovate and, and keep up with the, with the technological changes in the world. Do you think within your team you have a culture which is particularly open to that innovation for the benefit of the customer that you've just described? I am certain about that, 100% certain about that. And to be honest, they are also challenging me or the board that, hey, how can we be more innovative and other stuff? So I, th I think we, uh, they are the ones who are challenging more, me and, 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 and the board to become even more innovative and innovative. So we don't have a, a, a slowing factor in the organization. Uh, we, we are just trying to make the organization more enabled, more empowered, more, uh, let's say, allowed to do the innovation on, on their level without uh, asking from top to down of what needs to be done next and other stuff. And I mean, in, in, in nearly all of our technologies and products, we have the fundamental needs to, to understand how we can experiment and how we can learn from the experiments as well, like with the data and other stuff, so that we can find out what is the next experiment we need to run and how we can improve all these all these products and technologies for the sake of the customer for the restaurant for for the riders and also for the business as well so um i i mean it's 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 basically culture that 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 is driving the innovation you cannot control it you just need to leave it to to the to the people and then and then things will come from from the organization organization directly brilliant thank you very much now a large part of Jet's growth has come from the acquiring of local food delivery players. So can you tell us how your team approaches unifying the customer and restaurant experience across all the markets in terms of tech? Because that's got to be problematic. Well, it's, 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 uh, I wouldn't call it problem. I would call it a, a, a let's say a project or a challenge <laughs> or a, or a, or a reality yeah. to, to deal with. Um, Yes, in the last three, four years, uh, both Legacy Takeaway and Legacy Justit organizations have acquired uh, companies uh, and then the Legacy Justit and Legacy Takeaway merge happened and how we became Jets, also grab up acquisition. So all these acquisitions and mergers bring the technical and organizational depth that we need to pay somehow. Uh, we have two approaches to that. Uh, if if the, the business risk is small and if the, if the market is small, we do a fast uh, migration, uh, integration to our core platforms, either Justit platform or the takeaway platform, which are the big ones, more advanced ones. So it's, it's usually uh, taking two, three months. We do the migration. We change the website. We change the apps. We change the restaurant applications. We change the 
the rider applications, we changed the invoicing system, financial systems in, in two, three months. And and those migrations usually take years in, in, in big different companies. But we for us, we just do it as fast as possible, deal with it, and then continue innovating on that area instead of having long discussions again and again about how to do it, how not to do it. But in in, in certain markets, uh, which the, the risk is bigger, um, what we are trying to do is to consolidate the experiences, uh, like like well, like the customer experience, without taking significant challenges or or difficulties on the backend side or on on the operation side so we basically split the the migration or the consolidation into different pillars different ideas and we execute them uh, separately from them for example right now what we are working on is on on uh, on uk and and continental europe we are trying to combine the customer experience with with uh, with a better ui with ux and, and technology without touching the back office areas so we will keep the risk very small and we can we can deal with the customer experience and uh, and, and innovate that area sooner than dealing with bigger problems on the other area. And in parallel, we are also running other projects to also consolidate and simplify the other parts of the, the ecosystem um, and, and, and simplify the, the organization and the technology for the, for the sake of the long term. So it seems like um, that culture of innovation and moving quickly um, to find business solutions is, again, part of that process. Um, there are obviously in 2022 many industries who are competing for the tech talent that's out there. So why do some of the talent choose Jet over other companies? What's the what's the word on the street? What are your team saying? First, starting with with the with the business itself. So it's food delivery. Okay, everyone likes food. I mean, you order food, you enjoy food, you eat food. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's fun. It's not like working in an insurance bank or 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 a company which you cannot use the product yourself all the time. So the 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 f- you can basically experience the the your product, your technology, yourself. And then you realize that your friends, your family, I don't know, uh, other people around you also use your products. So they also order food, they also eat food, and they also talk about their experience as well. So you can, you can, you can, you can see the experience on their eyes and, and you can, you can get feedback from them. So that's, that's cool. Not every business have that, that's, privilege like we we do as jet specific to jet in terms of food delivery we are quite a very well-known brand we are highly visible we are as i said a market leader in in 17 out of 22 markets we are visible in 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 champions league we are visible in uefa um, uh, league we are uh, we are uh, we have great uh, advertisements snoop dog katie perry other ones so you, when you're out, you also see the drivers, riders, bicycles with just it uh, backpack or uh, leaf around the backpack. You you see them, so you can basically basically see what what contributions you are making to the society, to to the world, and and you can basically experience them. In terms of internal area, 
what we hear from from the from the organization uh, which is based on the engagement service we run so uh, to to be more data driven the, our highest scores are the team spirit uh, recognition by our management uh, feeling safe psychologically and physically our commitment to diversity as a company so everyone feel welcomed safe happy in the organization so and at the end of the day we are we don't send rocket to mars it's 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 not uh let's say a, a rocket science but we also have a lot of technical challenges it's not just the websites like you have millions of customers ordering from you every day you have hundreds of thousands of restaurants connected to your system you have hundreds of thousands of drivers trying to deliver food um, uh, using the apps that you are building. So it's quite a complex and actually nice challenge in the technical uh, way to, to, to deal with. So I, I think there's, there's a lot of fun, fun, fun in our business and there's a lot of welcoming culture in our company. So that's why I think people should join us. Fantastic. You've said a couple of times it's not just a website. I'd just like to apologize to any website builders who are listening. Your job is also important. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You mentioned team spirit there, and I sense a lot of pride in your team from what you're saying. But can you tell us about some of the times when you felt like you forgot you were at work and you spontaneously wanted to embrace your team? The times, I guess, when you were most proud of them? My, my core team, like direct direct reports, are, are, are uh, directors. So they are very experienced. And I, I, I like the fact that we have complete trust to each other. So uh, we can basically rely on each other. And, and, and no matter if I'm there or someone is not there, someone will, will keep up. Someone will, will back up us. So uh, it's, it's, it's amazing in my uh, own team that I can trust anyone. I, and I see they trust them each other as well. And they can also cascade this trust feeling to their organization, their people as well. In terms of the full organization, when I, when we are talking about 2000 people, I mean, there are moments when I, let's say, receive a, a sprint report or a, a product release report. And I'm like, Ooh, that's cool. I didn't know that we were working on that. It's 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 a really nice side. Oh, the design is amazing. Oh, the experience is amazing. The cool part is you're also using the product yourself. So sometimes you see the changes when you are using the product. So yeah. that's quite cool. And also there are some, like let's say, I mean, there are also difficult times, right? I mean, we are in a, a tech company, an online business. So sometimes things don't go well. The website is down. I don't know, something something is broken. And I I when 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 there's an incident. Luckily, it doesn't happen all the time, very rarely, but still, you go to a, 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 the hangout session where the, the uh, people are dealing with the crisis, you see hundreds of engineers there trying to help, looking to their system, trying to support, trying to basically give the confidence to you, to the business, and also to their colleagues that everyone is there to help, everyone is there to support each other, and everyone is there to, to make things better for, for, for the people, for the customers, for the restaurants and drivers. And, and after those moments, you feel you are proud of what you are in. So now, uh, a kind of philosophical question, how do you feel you have changed personally since you started uh, at Jet? Uh, well, I think the core doesn't change. You have values that you, you should not change. You should not try to change that. And I, my, for me, uh, my, my biggest core values is, is that I need to trust people. I, I need trust feeling when I'm uh, working. And I, 
I really want to care, and I also want people to care about what's going on, and 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 try to help each other. So those things never change, and those things didn't change for me as well. But learning never ends. Like you always have to improve. You always need to understand what's going on. Be open to new ideas, and and try to improve yourself day by day and accept the fact that you will never be perfect no one will be ever perfect it's just a journey that that you always need to move on and on uh, for me i guess one well, the 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 biggest steps is the fact that the organization has grown significantly in the last 2 3 years and uh multiple cultures multiple countries multiple legacy uh let's say uh, definitions came into our reality and I had to keep up with that. I need to learn, I need to be open. And 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 that was, I guess, one of the biggest changes I have seen in terms of how I communicate, how I listen, how I, how I challenge, how I am challenged. Um, so um, I, I, I think I have grown a lot. I, I see my, my, my colleagues grown a lot and we know that it's not going to end. We will just continue growing and, and making things better for, for everyone. That diversity that you've just described of other organizations coming into, into the fold means obviously more diverse voices, which if harnessed correctly, of course, makes an organization that much stronger, that much more innovative, progressive. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, let's say if we oversimplify everything, we were all delivering pizzas, right? That that was the oversimplified thinking, but the thing is, when it goes to when it when you go to details, like the technology was different, the definition was different, the the product was different, so things were different. But at the end of the day, we were all delivering pizzas. And then when you open more conversations, when you listen, when you check data, when you have more discussions about. What's next? You you find out that okay, well, uh, I thought you were saying this instead of that. Things happen quite a lot. But in time, you learn. I think the, the biggest important part is that you need to welcome different different expectations, different ideas, different definitions. And it's also not about different cultures. It's not about just legacy organizations. It's also about the human mind. For example, I, was, uh, I am uh, the uh, sponsor of a neurodiversity community in, in our company. So, I mean, there's, there's also that reality. We have neurodiversity as a fact. So it's not just the cultural thing. It's not just the country thing. It's not the legacy thing. So you, as a person, need to understand that you are not the only one knowing everything. There's, there's different ways of um, communication. There's different ways of ideas. There's different ways of listening. So you need to be welcoming. You need to, you need to understand and 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 learn from from each other and and try to build something better next time there may be some people listening who aren't exactly sure what neurodiversity means can you explain what it means to you at least from your perspective yeah sure uh, well i'm also not expert on neurodiversity uh, but i'm sponsor of the neurodiversity community and i'm trying to help them to increase the awareness in our company about neurodiversity and hopefully also outside of our company about what neurodiversity is and and why it's important for bringing and building a better culture in their organization regardless if they are part of just takeaway or, or somewhere else so neurodiversity is basically the 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 idea the scientific idea that the the people uh, uh, experience 
uh, and interact with the world in in different ways, and their brain can can process the information differently, and their uh, their reactions to information can be different as well. And this is this is basically explaining that there's not a normal thing. There's there's just diverse a spectrum of of different ways of processing the information, and this is really really important for for us and for me because. When you are when you are let's say uh, dealing with people, when you are working with people, you cannot always assume that whatever you say is perceived as what you want to say. Sometimes it could mean different. Sometimes it could be perceived different. And and it's not also what you say. It's also how you act, how you ask, how you move, what you um, uh, want want them to do. So by knowing and being aware that this neurodiversity exists. And you may have neurodiverse people in your organization, in your in your team. You can you can build a more welcoming, inclusive culture and make those people and and your people feel more safe, secure, and and more um, uh, happy working in in your area. So that's 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 basically what we are trying to do in the neurodiversity community in Just Eat Takeaway. I love that. Really powerful. Um... Moving on to our final question, again, a quasi-philosophical one, could go wrong here, but why do you go to work? Is it to the office or is it to to, to work? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all work in various different ways now, so I guess um, just work in the broadest sense. Yeah, uh, well, uh, in broader sense, I I enjoy, I, I enjoy the business i enjoy what we are trying to do i enjoy working with the people that that are in the office they are in the hangout sessions they are in the email threads i i just like them and and as a business at the end we are trying to bring joy to people's home or to their offices by by delivering food and and making them happy and and enjoy their family time or, or i don't know tv time and i'm part of it and I know with with all the people in the organization, we can make it better and better every day. So that that keeps me awake at night. That keeps me waking up in the morning to 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 feel motivated about going to work or or going online, and trying to find out what we can do better today than before. So we will continue improving the joy that we bring to the people's home. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Matt Ostekin, uh, Chief Technology Officer. Thank you very much for coming on We Are Jet. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for listening to We Are Jet. If you'd like to know more about working at Just Eat Takeaway, go to careers.justeattakeaway.com. Our career website can also be found in our show notes. My name is Ed Palmer. Talk to you soon.